the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is The Killing Jar. It is episode six of season three. And in the last episode, it was part five of the six fives of farceness. And uh, <laughs> the Quintessons ended up using Galvatron. They lied to him that there was a Decepticon matrix of leadership and uh, used him to launch a two-pronged attack against the Autobots, oh, but they were defeated by Metroplex. Yeah, toys. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and I guess he's back. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, in this episode, Paul, uh, we're gonna we're open up with Ultra Magnus watching the stars. He's stargazing, stargazing, pondering things. In Unicron's head. <laughs> yeah, Unicron's. There was like which was just like painted gold. There was no coloring. It was just like solid gold instead of the white face. And the yeah, because yeah, before it's like all different things. Yeah. Anyway, there's a Quintus on there in the head. That's what the, that thing is a Quintus on then, is it? Because it it doesn't have like the five faces, like the ice cream cone thing that spins around. It's not like that. I, I called it owl thing because I didn't know what it was, but it's got these huge friggin' eyes and it's got like the, the tentacles and stuff. So, okay, so that is a Quintus on? All right. I had, to, I had to Google it, but yeah, that is a oh, Quintus okay. on with his, an Alicon. An Alicon. That one, I, I remembered you mentioned that one before. Yeah. They disguise their ship like Skylinks and manage, like they tell Ultra Magnus, yeah, Rodimus needs us back home. Yeah, like it's the old get them on board, but the boss needs you bit. And uh, Ultra Magnus gets on and then they end the mirage sequence, they they call it. <laughs> yeah, they, they create an illusion or like a, a physical illusion of Rodimus Prime that attacks Ultra Magnus. Yeah, it's like we, we test his reaction to betrayal. <laughs> yeah, the Quintesson, I guess, he, he's predicted what the Autobot will do. And he's he reveals that he helped program Transformers, and then bars go up and like energy bars go up and Magnus is trapped. Yeah, now he's in prison. (laughs) He's like, all right. I'm giving you to the count of one. And then he fires one of his missiles at it, and it just smashes into the bars and falls down on the floor. Like, it doesn't explode now. It's a dink and down on the floor. Okay. Then we go to Cyclonus, and he's just zipping, zapping, zooping around space, blowing up probes. <laughs> he's chasing, like, this orange Sputnik-looking yeah. thing. And he blows it, and he's like, oh, I'd rather have a thinking foe. And then uh, and, uh, uh, yeah. it, I'm going to say it was broadside. It looked like broadside, but... That doesn't make sense because Broadside is an Autobot, but this giant fucking jet, (laughs) this giant jet shows up and says, hey, Galvatron wants to speak to you. And he's like, "Okay, I'll get in your van with candy. And he gets into Broadside. (laughs) He'll do anything for Galvatron. Yeah, exactly. And as soon as he gets in, there's a hologram of Galvatron (laughs) and he attacks Cyclonus. The candy was a lie. (laughs) (laughs) And... um, he, anyway, he gets he gets trapped like a, as a prisoner, just like Magnus did. Yeah, and the uh, he, he tries shooting the wall, and again, like his his guns are useless too. Yeah, the the uh, I have it written down as the creature, so I have to remember it's the Quintesson. The Quintesson says like, okay, one is good and the other one is evil, but there's no mm-hmm. difference to me. So it's on to Junkion. So. Yeah, okay. where Rekgar is watching like a clown. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know what he's it's like. Binky the Clown or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I think it is. And and uh, anyway, and then the uh, the the ship, the Quintesson ship, it's not disguised this time, uh, comes down and Garfield gets out. Uh, the clown gets out. <laughs> and uh, he's like, hey, why don't it's you like, come on my ship? Come oh, on. Studio audience. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Retgar is just an idiot. And he's like, okay, I will. And he gets on that ship. Uh, they're like, okay, we're going to test him in this perfectly clean room. This is going to drive him insane. This is kind of funny. Because <laughs> he's not a complete fucking junk heap. And he just starts ripping the walls <laughs> floor up down and then he's like 
ah, just like home. Yeah. <laughs> Broken, just the way I like it. Which surprises the Quintesson. And we're just, we, we're, it seems like we're banging through this, but this episode just goes through a rapid fire setup where now mm. we go to Marissa Claiborne uh, at some Earth defense space station thing. Yeah. And her dad arrives via shuttle. And immediately <laughs> she's like, Daddy! And I just got to say, there are a few things creepier than a grown adult saying mommy or daddy it's just yeah don't it's do a, that but uh, uh she what's says his name? Daddy. george carlin does a whole rant about that about southern guys calling their brother my daddy <laughs> like, <laughs> my daddy no um stop it. but it's it's actually the quintesson ship and there was kind of a creepy moment here where her father's face turned into one of the quintesson yeah. faces that was kind of cool yeah and she just starts beating the living shit yeah. she lets out the <laughs> scream and just starts beating the shit mm-hmm. it's but i mean that's probably what anyone's first reaction would be if like, i'm gonna probably say this a number but, of times this season but it, it it bothers me that this isn't carly this 100 percent should be carly yeah yeah exactly because it could yes. have been so yeah it's a anyway it's a quintesson ship and she gets taken captive and when she goes in she sees magnus and Rekgar and uh cyclonus yeah like uh, the aliens let all the mm-hmm. illusions of the rooms down they all know they're in prison now yeah th- their cells are like across from the hallway from each other facing each other ultra magnus and uh and Marissa, they are beside each other. And then the other side, it's like Galvatron's mm-hmm. across from Magnus, and then uh, Rekgar's beside Galvatron. So, yeah, they can all see each other now. And, like, Ultra Magnus recognizes her, so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> and like, Cyclonus is like, all right, I'm getting out of here. He tries to rip the bars down, and that doesn't work. Then he says, who dares do this to us? Yeah. Not not me. Like, you'd think. He's the only Decepticon. He'd be like, he's fucking Autobots. I don't care. That human, psh, the hell with her. Who dares do this to Cyclonus or something you think he would say, but no. Cyclonus and Magnus had a, an interesting relationship in this episode. It was yeah, one of the few redeeming yeah, they do. qualities of it. Uh, but, uh, so the Quintesson mm. scientist walks in with his uh, Alicon and reveals, hey, I'm just doing research on you. I don't care about you. I just want to study you. <laughs> Marissa starts up with the this is illegal and everything. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is happening. Deal with it. And he <laughs> turns on the submission ray, which sounds the cell submission device. Uh, but yeah, it basically, it's this it's energy same. ray that, uh, as soon as it goes over Marissa, it pins her to the ground, so she can't fight back. And the Quintesson. Yeah, and for some reason, there's a window between her cell and Ultra Magnus' yeah. cell now. Like he's looking through a window into hers. They couldn't just put up more energy bars. Anyway, the Quintesson and his uh, his guard go into her cell, and Rekgar, I think, yeah, Rekgar fires his fist at the control panel and turns off. The yeah, ray. I just thought it was something, but no, it's his hand. Yeah, <laughs> which is classic. How many toys in the '80s launched their fist? Well, yeah, like, and how many of the Autobots, the toys, like the fist was actually a thing you had to attach to the robot. Once you transmit really? it out of a car, like pretty well, well, a lot of them, like Sunstreak was like that, Trailbreaker, Prime. Meta, man, it's meta. <laughs> so yeah. Marissa's able to knock the Quintesson into the guard. Yeah, again, these things must be just filled with, like, they're just tin cans full of healing. Oh, because humans can just push them around like they're nothing. Yeah, like they have very little control over their, over their movement, if any at all. Mm. And the Alicon transforms and uh, it starts to attack her, Marissa, but she, when she tries to uh, free Magnus, I guess they run into an electron storm. And the yeah, well, first I sh- thought, oh. uh, like, holy Jesus, what happened? And she even says, I don't know what happened. I didn't hit it that hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, she hits, no, yeah they, she hits the Alicon and it starts to electrify and then everything electrifies. And that's the mm. storm. And it's going to tear them apart. 
And commercial break. But it's not doing a damn thing to her. Like, she's not even getting frizzy hair. No, like, when they come back, everybody's getting tossed around, and she's just going, what's going on? And just <laughs> yeah, standing maybe there. Maybe her boots have, like, three-inch rubber soles or something, but yeah. She comes from this long line of humans that are just invincible and hang out with Autobots. <laughs> Made um, of rubber, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she uh, she tries to free Magnus while the Quintesson and Alicon go off to the control panel and kind of steady the ship they get it under control mm. and then uh he's like well let's go back and check on those prisoners we left unguarded <laughs> and the aliens are trying to fly out of the uh the thing mm -hmm. but uh, what he does at first is like the the quintesson is like all right fly us to the right and the thing immediately uh, the helicon pushes the stick to the left and it makes it worse <laughs> and then it comes back the thing smacks and was like no you idiot i said to the right i was like I loved it. I thought it was for me. I'm like, oh my god! Like it said right, and they're gonna go laugh. But again, like they're they're putting in these gags that are tripping me up. It's like I gotta learn, keep watching before you hit pause and write something down. But but yeah, Ultra Magnus tries the same thing. Cyclonus tries like ripping the bars, whatever. It's but it works. It's like it's like that lightning bug heat ray. It works. And when the uh, Quidison and Alicon go back to check on them, they get jumped. Uh, Marissa, mm. or sorry, Rekgar attacks the Alicon. Yeah. Marissa attacks the... He's just a pawn. He is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, with his axe thingy. So, May oh, the Magnus and Gal... Or not Galvatron. Uh, and Cyclonus, yeah. Thank you. Cyclonus want to uh, take control of the ship. Magnus wants to take the ship to mm. Cybertron. And Cyclonus wants to take Magnus back to Galvatron. Yeah, and the and ship. And they and fight. The so, yeah, yeah like, so they start they duking start it out. squaring off, and Cyclonus is like, I'm glad I have a worthy opponent now. It's, mm -hmm. like, it's like, okay, so there's a bit of honor in there anyway. And then, uh, But Marissa, trying to get a hold of the ship, notices that uh, they're flying into a black hole, which I got to say is the most colorful, pinkest, prettiest black hole I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's really psychedelic. It's, it's really know, cool. The, the pink things in the universe, yeah. So, anyway, Mar <laughs> uh, Marissa runs over to everybody and is like, hey, whoa, whoa, stop fighting. Check this shit out. And they all go and <laughs> yeah. see, oh, we're going into a black hole and we're going to die. Nah, this better be good. I think Cyclonus <laughs> says. And, like, and then uh, the alien explains what a black hole is. like, Which is okay. fairly... They, it, it is a kid's show. But they, they got it pretty close. Cyclonus already knew what it was. Well, they should all. I'm sure yeah. Right. Any transformer knows what a black hole is, and it, they do find out that the ship's engines have enough power to hold them in place as long as they don't give out. So they send out a distress call. Yeah, it's like the Disney movie in the late seventies. I think I saw it way later in the eighties. It's called the Black Hole. But uh, the ship that these people find, it's called the USS Cygnus. I'll just leave that there. Uh, can hold its position, so it's kind of the same trick as that, I guess. But they can't get any farther away from it, so. They're, either way, they're trapped. They're safe for yes. now, but they're trapped. Uh, so they send out this distress call, and as they're doing that, the Quintesson sneaks away. And they're like, where did he go? Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of makes them up. <laughs> yeah. Which is, Marissa calls them their host. Which I guess is the, the one of the benefits of being a helium balloon. You can just float away and nobody hears you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But they, they find his him getting into the only escape pod, and Magnus just like punches mm. through the cockpit, grabs him, and yeah. yanks him out. Smashes the glass. And yeah. when he does, so they realize, oh, we could get Marissa in here. Here. Yeah, ignoring so, the fact that you ripped open the that, cockpit. That's what I was going to say, man. You just smashed the thing. Like, anyway, fine. The one way out. Yeah. So uh, they there's this whole big scene where they're trying to the Autobots are trying to throw her like a cup is uh, not cup. Um, 
uh, fucking uh, Rekgar. Rekgar is trying to throw Marissa to Magnus, and Magnus will get her on, and Cyclonus is trying to stop them. Yeah, because he's like, uh, she needs to survive because humans make TV. He's like, <laughs> what, what are we going to do if one human dies? There won't be any more TV. Uh, and just but, as uh, they're trying to get her in, the ship launches and opens the escape uh, hatch, and Magnus gets sucked out to space. Commercial break! Why are we freaking out? Yeah, he's a transformer. He can fucking fly in space. Well, he's Jesus on his way to a black hole. That's that would be kind of worried. But they that. all yeah, are at this point. sees that Ultra Magnus is just floating there, not getting sucked in. Yeah. And and, uh, and then this was really interesting. Cyclonus is the one that pulls him back in with this tractor yeah. beam he suddenly has. Yeah, he, he says that warriors should meet their end in battle. And this is that was maybe the high point of this episode for me where... You're going to die today, but that ain't going to be mm-hmm, how. Yeah. Like, like that kind of thing. Like, yeah. So they start arguing so, wow. again, and the Quintesson slinks off again. And <laughs> yeah, it sneaks away again. <laughs> he picks up a signal, <laughs> and uh, they think that it's their own respective rescue ships. No, it's not a bot ship. No, it's Decepticons. No, it's a Junkion ship. And then Marissa points out that it's just a dead derelict ship sending out a distress call for eons, and nobody's going to hear their call. This is, I got to say, should have come a little earlier. That would have been a great commercial break, just that all-is-lost moment. Yeah. It would almost have been great to have that happen in the first act, where you realize, oh, shit, the distress call isn't going to help. We're we're dead if we don't figure a way out. That's a great setup. It can't get away from a black hole. It's, mm-hmm. it's nothing can escape. No information can get past. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And conveniently, just then, the derelict ship falls into the black hole. They get to witness it get destroyed. It, boom, it's gone. And yeah. then, boom, the Quintesson ship engines blow up for no real reason. Uh, and they fall into the black yeah, hole. Yeah, th- that happened in the in the Disney movie I mentioned, too. Like that, that is the thing that happens. So there's that. So they start spiraling and, uh, through this hole. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sound and fury fill my heart. Uh, every nerve is torn apart. Here we go. They they go basically r- go through it. There's no. Right it's it. just a lot of spinning, and then they go through it, and they're in negative coloring. And I'm gonna give a shout out to the yeah, end. but now they can meet uh, Apollo and Dionysus. <laughs> so I'm gonna give a shout out to yeah the animators because it's not that they just drew it or colored it normally and reversed it because the lines are black. So they had to, you know, they had their color palette there and just had to draw that hmm. in the negative coloring, and that would be a little tricky. So shout out to the uh, animators. And it, it's consistent, too. Like, it, they didn't just say, it oh, is. just paint them pink here, and then the next shot is blue or something. Yeah. No, it's it's consistent, so yeah. So the Quintesson is certain to boast, he's boasting, oh, my theories about a negative universe were correct. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and Megatron's <laughs> I like, was I, right. I don't care. How do we get back? 88 miles an hour. So they now, they now <laughs> need to enter the white hole, which is the black hole in this negative universe yes, I guess, with yeah. enough speed to get back. <laughs> so we have this kind of montage scene where the Quintesson gets parts from uh, all the tr- different Transformers to repair the engines. And then, you know, just before he's they're set to go, he's like, oh, by the way, if this goes wrong, we'll all die. Now let's go. I, I kind of like this scene right here because Rekgar, uh, they're all donating parts. Like Rekgar yeah. gives one of his fingers, uh, <laughs> the Alicon takes off one of his arms, which he immediately has back. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Somehow Marissa can lift it, but it, it shows Cyclonus installing it. It, it. But it doesn't show whether Cyclonus or Ultra Magnus gave anything. But I think it'd be funny if uh, they got it all to this one point and they're all standing there with their backs to Marissa and then they all turned around with surgical masks on and looked at Marissa. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he said, all of us, sweetheart, yeah. we need a kidney, <laughs> left or right. And Rekgar holds up a scalpel and commercial. <laughs> Like, whoa! 
<laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's a much darker episode. That's where... Call us, Hasbro. <laughs> so they... they uh, yeah. Anyway, they go for it. The Quintesson hits the engines. They zip through, and of course, it works perfectly. And Skylinks immediately attacks them. Like, well, yeah, as soon as they Whoa. get back, they find out that everybody did answer the distress call, and there's yeah. Decepticons and uh, Quintessons so like, and Autobots. Like, Skylinks, cool it. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> very briefly... Uh, it's either Astro Train or Blastoff. It's it's one of them. It's a Decepticon space shuttle. It's shown flying around outside, and they're all fighting and everything. And Cyclonus knows his ride is here, too. And mm-hmm. uh, he and Magnus realize, okay, it's a stalemate. Yeah. We'll go our separate ways, but <laughs> next time. Yeah, they'll, they'll meet again on the battlefield and have proper warrior battle. Things wrong here. They're in the gravity well of a black hole and somehow holding position. Fine. It's physics way over my head. Disney already did it. Uh, then they fly into a black hole and survive. Again, physics way over my head. Too stupid to worry about. But let's go back a bit. Ultra Magnus wants to put a human who isn't wearing a spacesuit, at the very least not a helmet with an oxygen supply, into an escape pod with a canopy he just himself smashed not five seconds earlier. Never mind the controls have already been set by the Quintesson to fly the thing who knows where, but they start fighting again and the thing launches empty, and now the entire room is exposed to space, which for Marissa would be a death sentence unless they got that door shut pretty much now. But how is the damn thing going to escape the gravity of the black hole, the escape pod? Like, the ship they're on now can't even do it. Why doesn't Cyclonus get sucked into space when he pulls Ultra Magnus back in? Like, he's in a room with a wide open door into space. But, like, is the room completely depressurized now? Like, if so, how is Marissa still alive? Then again, she had no problem flying around on I.O. with her fancy jetpack with her face... And there's the end of another episode of the Transformers Nickel Pickers podcast show. Uh, next episode is going to be Chaos. Which, chaos. if you like Cup... It's a good episode. If you don't like Cup, <laughs> not so much. Maybe you set that one up. Ah, don't sit it out. What would you do without us? Uh, if you can't be without us, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobe. Paul is at P. McPherson1. <laughs> yeah. And uh, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app. Tell all your friends. Tell your friends and your enemies. And until next time, keep <laughs> on transforming. See you next time. and say hi to the studio audience.